Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Coffee and Clarks. I'm Javian. I'm Tyler. And Tyler and I want to wish you all a new happy new year. You know, we're recording this, I think, the first week of the year. And this is the time that, you know, we all are planning or making plans for this new year in hopes to approve ourselves and have a, the, the most fulfilled uh, year possible. So with that said, Tyler and I decided to do an episode on goal setting. Tyler, take it away. Tell us about goal setting. Yeah, so basically today we want to talk about how to follow through on your goals and how to actually be successful. And that kind of starts back to how to set achievable goals, goals that are maybe just a little bit beyond your reach, but over time you're going to be able to achieve them. And then also what does that look like in terms of how your goals affect your lifestyle? Because they a lot of times they go hand in hand. So we'll kind of go through those points and kind of what uh, JV and I do when it comes to setting goals and um, actually following through and achieving them. But before we get to that, JV, what are you drinking? So I'm glad you asked because this is the most important thing of the day, uh, especially <laughs> in the morning time. Um, so I'm drinking, um, well, a few episodes ago, I, I told you the story of me going to uh, Grassroot Coffee out in Thomasville, Georgia, um, for those listeners out there. Um, so I went back and, and got another um, bag of their beans. So this time I got their um, Ethiopia uh, uh, Sidma, which is a dark roast, very dark roast. Uh, I want to kind of give it a try, um, but it has uh, tasting notes of coca with a hint of cherry and strawberries so nice. I, I i brewed that on my kim x and uh <laughs> <laughs> so i'm still doing that obviously and uh it's actually really delicious you know i've probably had maybe like six glasses of it now um so it's really refined and even though it's a dark roast it's 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 really um it's really smooth it, it's not like your standard dark roast to me you know, I think okay. if I was just doing a blind tasting and without even like looking at it, um, I was like, oh, this is somewhere in the medium to dark. But even though it's like actually really on the dark, the darker spectrum of dark roses. Um, so it's actually really, really good. What about you? What are you drinking this morning? Yeah, so I have I was in Jacksonville for the holidays and a friend of mine gifted me a bag of, of beans from Bold Bean. And uh, this this one is from Columbia. And I typically, uh, with Columbia, they're more on the darker roast, medium to dark, which is mm -hmm. kind of like the other side of the spectrum for me. But um, again, I'm kind of in the season of just trying whatever yeah. and seeing what works and what I like and don't like, kind of changing my palate a little bit. And it's good. It's a little earthy. It is darker. Um, you know, it definitely has more of a heavier mouthfeel and weight in terms of the body. But overall, it's, it's good. So I'm liking it. Awesome. Man. I'm liking it. And I'm doing it on the V6. Though, I was just so. about to ask you that. <laughs> yeah, I'm still out of uh, filters for the Chemex. Chemex so yeah. I'm just doing the uh, V60 then, right now. You just need to go to order your box. Maybe I'll send you a box of filters. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Javian, when it comes to the beginning of the year, and I know you're very goal-oriented, do you sit down beginning of the new year first week do you sit down and do it before the new year starts that way when january 1st comes you already have your goals aligned what does that process look like for you and has it changed over time 
Um, it's definitely changed over time. I think the older I get, the more I plan. I think when I was young, definitely when I was in like an undergrad or high school or anything like that, to some degree, even a master's student, I, I didn't really do long-term planning at the beginning of the year. I mean, I had goals, like, you know, if I was preparing for like a recital or if I, you know, had a competition coming up, like I would plan, plan for those things. But outside of that, like I didn't at the start of the year, so all right, these were the things I want to accomplish um, by December of this year, right? Uh, and, and the older I've gotten, I, I've definitely seen the value in doing that. So I like to do that um, more often. I, I mean, I probably started doing this maybe about four, three, four years ago, I really like figuring out what are my goals and, and things I want to accomplish, both professionally, both, you know, emotionally, physically, all those different things, because it's, it's, it all works together, as, as we've talked about before. Um, so I, I like to start kind of like the beginning of the year rather than starting, you know, at the end of December. You know, I try to give myself like a few days to just kind of like reflect on the year. Um, so this is actually, we, we're recording this, like, as I said before, like the first week of January. So now this week, you know, I, I especially yet yesterday, because um, technically yesterday was our first day back to work. Um, so that's when I was like, all right, now it's time to kind of plan out everything, both, you know, work related, you know, what I personally want to accomplish, either in my planning, physically, all these different things. So that's why I started yesterday, because like now I can like look back, all right, these are the things I, I, I accomplished last year and these are the things I wanna do this year. So I'm actually in the process of planning out and setting my, my own goals for this, this, this year. Um, so for me, if I, like I said, I, I break it up in, in different areas. So if I'm planning on my, like, my personal life, like let's, let's just take like my physical goals, like, as I, we've talked about, you know, we're really into like health and, and working out, all those things. So I have goals for that, right? And, you know, I give myself like little check marks. You know, I, I try to, at least when it comes to my physical goals, I give myself weekly goals and then monthly goals. Because um, for me, if I can, if I can think about, you know, the, the micro stuff, which is like me planning for that week to me, that's more micro. I can accomplish those things more consistently than saying, okay, by the end of January, I want to, you know, lift this, or I want to be at this particular weight, right? For me personally, I say, right, by the end of the week, I want to do this. I want to be able to do this specific thing, right? And then over the course, if I have that goal every week of the month, by the end of you know, January, hopefully, you know, I would have accomplished that, that bigger goal. And I, and I do that from month to month. I usually want to say those, things. yeah. And those uh, weekly goals that you have, those all lead you to the monthly ones, right? Like Correct. Yeah. you base your weekly goals off of what that monthly goal yes. is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's kind of like planning to plan. Like I have my big goals mm -hmm. and then I plan how I'm going to get to that goal. So I kind of yeah. like it. I like to think of like, you know, when you're, you're setting your goals is like set goals that motivate you. Right. Um, because ultimately that's what we, we want to inspire to achieve something. So that comes from like having that desire, something that motivates you. And then, you know, what I was just talking about 
setting these small goals is kind of like uh, set smart goals, right? So that can be, you know, specific goals, that can be very measurable goals, attainable goals, as you said earlier, um, relevant goals based on like the things you want to accomplish in your life or your career or what have you. And then like goals with a, a time frame, you know, make sure you give yourself those deadlines for your goals. And then, you know, I like to, <clears throat> excuse me, I like to put my goals in writing, like I write them down so I can see it. It's one thing to like, mm -hmm. you know, think, oh yeah, I got to do this thing. It's another thing when you actually see it, it's written down. It's a way to hold yourself accountable and then make an, an action plan. So me setting these weekly goals, it's like me setting my action plan to, to achieve the, the bigger goal at the end of the month and that month leads to the next month and so forth and so forth. And then of course, you know, with any goal and it's, you know, uh, I think we all kind of fall in track. We set goals in January and by like March or April, we kind of forgotten that. <laughs> so the mm -hmm. biggest thing is like stick with it, you know? And I think if you, you know, make those plans and you, and you, you separate it and you make these small micro plans that the, to set yourself with the, the, the micro plans, um, I think for me, that's why I've had the most success um, doing it that way. What about you? That's good, man. I, I like what you said about daily, weekly, monthly, mm -hmm. all leading up to the yearly. Mm -hmm. I used to be super, super, super into uh, like the whole New Year's resolution because it was like, oh, it's a fresh start. It's a it's a new year, a new thing. Yeah, new and, me, new year, new yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, 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 they're still yeah anyway um and i think in the last like couple years i mean i still have goals that i set um but i think now it's more so the goals that i used to achieve and, and want to do are now more of a lifestyle mm. and so it's a lot easier for me to say like you know for some people that are like hey i, I want to start working out and this and that like that's fabulous for me it goes well, that's the bare bone minimum. And so for me, it's, it's digging in and saying, okay, well, here's where, where my fitness level is. This is what I want to get to within it. And for me, it's not about like, oh, can I stick with it? It's, you know, can I not get injured? <clears throat> can I stay healthy? You know, can I do the things that are going to allow me to reach that goal of physical fitness? And, and yeah, like you said, it's, it's setting these, I think we get too focused on like the big picture sometimes of like, all right, I want to, I just want to be healthy. For instance, I want to, to lose weight, but we don't know what that actually means. And then we don't know what that entails in terms of how that's going to affect all the other choices in your life. You know, like if you're used to snacking at 10 PM, maybe take a look at like what you're doing and saying, okay, well, if I want to achieve this goal, here's your daily goal of cutting off when I'm going to eat at the end of the day, you know, if like if my last dinner is at, you know, seven or eight or my last meal, then that's it. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to take that, that snacking out at 10 PM. And so now you start to look at it and saying, instead of just looking at the numbers and trying to like check these boxes of, okay, I worked out today. That was the goal. It's kind of like, how is this goal going to affect the way that I live my life and other facets, you know? Um, for instance, like for you and weightlifting and goals, sleep, that's a big component of being able to train day in and day out. So now that's going to affect how you sleep. Mm -hmm. That's going to affect, you know, maybe if you're getting five hours of sleep, now you have to change your lifestyle a little bit to say, well, I need seven to eight 
if I want to be able to achieve the goals that I have on paper. So I feel like I'm coming at it from a different perspective and different angle now, because sometimes we think like, oh, well, I just want to start running every day. And I just want this to be my goal, which is great. I think, I think doing something that allows you to get outside and, and have movement is awesome. But then I think you also have to sit down and say, okay, well, if you want to start working out, that means you're gonna to have to plan when you're gonna work out based upon your schedule, which means something is gonna to have to shift or move within that. And so you kind of have to like play Tetris a little bit mm -hmm. to kind of figure this out. And one of the great things that you said is, yeah, after the newness wears off, it becomes stale, it becomes old. And, and that's why I think like, if you can say to yourself, why am I doing these goals? Why am I writing this down? And if, if the why is strong enough, you know, if it's, well, this is just my lifestyle, like for yeah. you, man, like you don't even think about like for you, like taking a day off or working out like that hurts, <laughs> you know, like sometimes feel it feels you, good. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it feels good. Sometimes, sometimes if it's too many of those days in a row, you say, yeah. you know, if I don't get back on the train, like that, that habit is going to be a lot harder to start back up, mm -hmm. up again. And so being able to to like one, forgive yourself when you do get off the rails, right? That's a big thing too. People just say, oh, well, I've, I've ate like, I ate like crap this month. And they just say, well, I'll just, whatever. I guess it's just not meant to be. And it's like, no, forgive yourself, start back up. Like that's the process. Like you can't have success without failure. Yeah. Like those two go hand in hand. And anytime you're doing, trying to do something that's a little bit beyond your capabilities or something that is, is hard, like you're going to have resistance. And I think that's the thing that we all face in February, March, and through the rest of the year is resistance, yeah. resistance to continue doing the things that suck, even, even when you don't want to, you know, like it's easy at the beginning of the year, because you want to, you have that will and that drive, but it's like, okay, let's, let's get down to it when you're in the middle of the semester or the end of the semester with juries, you're stressed, you got all these things going on and you feel that will and that resistance like you feel your willpower going down you feel the resistance going up you know that's the time where you got to look inward and say like my lifestyle and my why is bigger than all this mm -hmm. you know absolutely so um yeah i know a little different <laughs> perspective that's just no, kind that's of what great. things that i've been things that i've been thinking about is just kind of like yeah you yeah. know it's bigger than just you know that's i think starting at that point is amazing and then I think for people that um maybe have been doing it for a while and are just I guess maybe where I'm at where it's like okay what what's actually going on here like me just is this just like a yearly thing and it's like no it's it's every year is building off of the other year mm -hmm. you know it's like when you're when you're practicing you built this foundation and hopefully every single day that you're going in you're just adding a brick brick after brick after brick you know, and you're building that myelin in your brain and you're getting stronger and you're being able to like when it's going out, you know, I'm going to go out for a run and it's raining and it's sucky outside and you say, yeah, well, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, five years ago, I wouldn't have been able to do that, mm -hmm. you know, because I would have been like, oh, it's raining. No, about that. <laughs> but now it's, it's like, okay, well, if you're going to do a race and it's raining, you better train in it. You know, the conditions are the conditions. You can't control it. Oh, I like that. The conditions are the yeah. conditions. You can't control it. That applies to <laughs> so many things. I mean, in life, you know, playing your instrument, like the conditions are the conditions and it's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. 
and you have to face it head on, you know? Uh, absolutely. Like, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think um, the idea of addressing the lifestyle and that, that and, and, and what you do on a, a personal basis definitely affects, it trickles down to everything else, right? It affects you as a student, you know, how you go about your business as a student, how you go about your business as, you know, a musician, practicing, the discipline, you know, if you're into fitness, the, the discipline to be consistent with your nutrition, your, your, your workout process, either lifting or, you know, running or whatever it is that you do. And I, I think that's really important. And I think sometimes that gets overlooked. I think when we set goals, we, we set goals on like physical things. Like, you know, I want to do these specific things this month or by the end of the year versus addressing like, I want to change my mentality. I want to change mm. how I think about things. I want to change how I process information, you know? Um, and then that can lead to these long-term success, regardless if that was your goal or not for the year, you know? Um, I think everything that we do starts with some, some form of discipline and, and figuring out how we react to the adversity that we face in life on a daily basis or weekly basis. Um, so I, I think that's really important. I, I'm glad you, you mentioned that because I think that does get lost when we're thinking about, oh, here are my goals for 2021 um, without addressing the root cause of why we have failure, you know? Right. Like if you, like for instance, um, my wife and I, we sit down at the beginning of the year and we set our financial goals for the year, how much we want to save, how much we want to invest, all that kind of stuff. But those numbers also now dictate the other spending that we do. So it's not just about hitting those numbers. It's okay. If we want to hit those numbers, all these other things we have to be conscious of, you know, if we're going out to eat, like how often are we going out to eat? Which means, oh, you need to keep a budget. You need to keep uh, all your receipts. You need to figure out how much money you're spending, how much money you're making, what your net income is or loss is, right? Like it's, it's not just one thing just to set a number. That's great. But like you said, it trickles down, which means it starts with as soon as you get paid, where's your money going? You know, do you have the discipline to hold off from buying this thing and say, you know, that's not really like an A purchase right now, a purchase that I need right now. This is something that maybe three to six months down the line, if I put a little bit in savings and save for it a little bit, I'll be able to achieve my original goal while also getting this, but that comes with like the delayed gratification type of thing. So yeah, I think it just comes down from like, setting these goals, but that's not enough. And then it becomes like, okay, how is that going to affect everything else? Which I think I missed a lot, particularly in my early, early to mid twenties. Cause I used to be so frustrated, you know, cause I was like, Oh, I want to start doing this thing. And I'd start going to the gym or I'd start practicing more. And then I would flounder, <laughs> you know, I would like not continue with it. And I realized like, I didn't understand one, the discipline that it takes to do those things consistently. Um, and then even within those goals, like you said, I didn't have goals within goals. You know, I didn't have daily goals with it, which could be literally, man, just showing up to the gym. Yeah. Just yeah. getting your foot inside the door and just doing it. Yeah. Or if you're having a bad day, you know, going for a walk, 
mm-hmm. you know, going for a five minute run or something like that, you know, doing whatever that is. And I didn't have that structure, that discipline. I didn't understand it from that level. And um, that's why I spent many years unsuccessful and very frustrated with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely, like I said earlier, like I, I didn't think about these things, especially, you know, four, you know, five, six, seven years ago, <clears throat> certainly yeah. not as an undergrad, you know? Um, so, I mean, it, you know, life is a journey and, and, and figuring out how to do all these things. And, and that's not to say like, Tyler or myself have all the answers. We are we are also, you know, figuring this all out, right? And it there is some like um trial and error in in all of this, definitely. Um so yeah, what you said is definitely definitely accurate. Um, yeah, a lot more failure than success. Yeah, that way. I, I, I recently saw this quote, hopefully I don't misquote it i think um i don't know if it i think they attribute it to mike tyson i'm not sure if he actually said it or not but the quote was something like um i always he says quote like i always tell people who try something and fail congratulations because some (laughs) people don't try at all so it is part of that idea of like you know failure is part of the process is how you bounce back from them things and, and and setting those goals even if you don't attain all your goals you know if you're going about it you know consistently persistently at the end of the day or at the end of the year you're going to be you're going to accomplish so much you're going to have so much more mental and physical clarity on things about who you are as a person as a musician everything and it trickles down to everything you know a family member husband or wife or a student all those things i think it prepares you for life Mm -hmm. you know it's like by failing and setting a goal and not meeting it as much as it hurts like that's real and uh, you and i I know have both experienced that from losing auditions to not getting jobs to um you know not having successful practice sessions not health goals and things of that nature and it's like that's real and the more you experience that the more you, that you understand that's part of the process like if you were always achieving what you wanted to achieve there it would be easy everybody could do that you know mm-hmm. but the failure allows you to reassess to take a step back and to understand what didn't go right maybe i got a little too ahead of myself Maybe I try to rush that process. Like it makes you understand time a little bit better mm-hmm. and also the way that you work. Yeah. Man, I did kind of rush that. I kind of got a little bit ahead of myself. I thought I could do it. Uh, maybe not yet. Maybe three months from now, maybe six months from now. Oh, wow. I'm really not as disciplined. I'm looking back at my calendar when I went to the gym. Man, maybe I'm not as consistent as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And it's good. It's like a humbling experience because it shows you where you are. Yeah. You know, sometimes we kind of make up this image just like when we're playing you know, the way that we think we sound is a lot different than the way the audience hears us. Mm-hmm. And it's the same, same thing with us and, and how we live our lives. Like we may think like, oh yeah, I'm super disciplined, this and that. And then you look at yourself and you're like, oh man, like I can't even make my bed. <laughs> it's like, look at all the dishes in my, in my sink. It's like, how come I don't have the discipline to do that? You know, and it's, it's, it's very eye-opening, but again, it prepares you for life. It's like, can you pivot? Can you improvise? Can you get back up after getting knocked down? 
you know, all these, all these traits that we admire from people that are highly successful or highly um, functional, you know, like they're able to just keep going and keep bouncing back from things. Like I look at people like that, like somebody like Tom Brady and it's like, Oh, well you look at how many successes he has and this and that, but it's like, man, he's lost a lot of games. Yeah. You know, like Michael Jordan took years before he won his first NBA championship years. You know, I was watching uh, LeBron play and he like airballed a free throw. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw that. And I was like, how does that happen? <laughs> how does that happen? And then you realize we're all human. Like it happens, you know, maybe him airballing a free throw is, you know, maybe that happens like 2% of the time. Whereas me, it could be 98% of the time, <laughs> you know, so those differences are, are there, but it's like, we get in this fake facade that like these people have it like it's just perfect all the time and it's like no it's like through them setting goals and and being disciplined through it they built up consistency overall you know so anyway that's kind of that's kind of a side note kind of rambling at this point but no no you're 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 right um i you know i do this exercise with my students um typically at the the beginning of the semester so about making plans and and I, I, you know, we try to come up or we try to formulate a, a plan that's similar to what I was talking about, you know, setting these weekly goals and monthly goals and having the big goals at the end of the semester. And that could be something as simple as knowing all my major scales or something like that, or knowing my solo for the, the for my, uh, my jury at the end of the semester. And then like their weekly goals can be something as simple as, all right, I want to be able to play my D harmonic minor scale flawless by the end of this week you know um but you know i kind of like what you're saying like i i was, <laughs> I was working with one of my students last semester and he, he, he was playing something and i think his perception of how it was going was very different from what i was hearing right and it's like and i asked him it's like why why are you playing it at this tempo he's like oh i he didn't really have an answer. I was like, are you like performing this with a, an orchestra tomorrow? He's like, no. I was like, are you performing it anytime soon? He's like, no. I said, like, okay. So let's be disciplined of how we prepare, right? Let's, let's make these small goals so that in a week or a month or months from now, this excerpt is really clean and is really refined. You know, it doesn't have to be performance tempo right now, right? We want to do our due diligence in preparing. You know, we want to set these goals in order to get to the finish line, the tempo that you're trying to play it right now. And then we don't want to build bad habits in the process of doing that. Um, so he's like, oh yeah, 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 that makes sense. I'm like, we have to, it's kind of like you're saying about discipline and how that, you know, and for thinking about how we practice and those goals that we set, discipline is so important. I think we're all guilty of trying to perform something or play this new piece or excerpt or whatever, you know, faster than we need to at that particular moment. And having the discipline and the goals to go like, you know, to, to really like get down to the, the, what I call like the nitty gritty of whatever the piece you're playing. And 
what I what I tell my students, like, all right, let's, you know, you and I have definitely talked about this when we we're talking about like preparing for either auditions or recitals or any any type of performance is like, let's start super slow. So if I'm setting a goal, my goal for today should be, let me play this like a flow study, half tempo just for today or just for this week. And maybe next week, my goal is to articulate all these things at a slow tempo. And maybe the next week is, all right, let me bump it up five clicks. And those are part of like the discipline and goal setting that, you know, I try to do in terms of like my, my practicing or what I encourage my students to do. And again, it, it comes down to like the discipline, as you're saying, you know, it, it's, I think a lot of failure comes from the lack of discipline in our goal setting. And to me, that's one of the hardest parts. We want instant gratification. And with instant gratification comes, oh, I, I got to play this at the tempo that it's written. Even though I'm, I'm missing stuff in the process of playing through it, right? Right. Well, and the other thing too that you mentioned is having a coach, having somebody speak that into you right like mm -hmm. you saw something your student didn't see and you were able to provide that perspective to the student and which brings up two thoughts for me it's like one always having somebody that's further along the journey than you are yeah. that can help provide perspective for you so it's like having having a teacher having a coach having a fitness coach like having you know those people in your life like mentors essentially that can help you and provide that perspective when that perspective gets off. Mm -hmm. And the other thing too is kind of that that's somebody that's kind of like further along, having somebody that's right next to you. So having somebody that's on the journey as well to be like an accountability person, mm -hmm. you know, and if you're, you know, you have people that are, you know, trying to do the same thing as you or, you know, both into like, for instance, like you, like lifting weights, or if I find people here, that love running, like joining a running club, for instance, where, you know, they're going to meet these times every week, you know, you're going to go and run with people. And it's like, oh, okay. It's a lot easier to run with other people than it is to go out there and run by yourself. Yeah. You know, so setting yourself up for set for success, like that way, where like you're placing these little plots of time in your schedule where, you know, it's going to get done because people are either counting on you or um, you're doing it with someone else. Like, I think that's, that's super helpful. And I think that's something that gets overlooked in our field is like, oh, once you achieve certain success, then you don't need a teacher, you don't need a coach. And it's like, back to Tom Brady, he still has a quarterback's coach. He still yeah. has all these, like he's, they have so many coaches that are helping them every single week yeah. you know, for and, all their games. And I think regardless of how much success, kind of like you were saying with Tom Brady, there, there is always, great to seek out that coach there's um for people who have seen there's uh in the 80s where in went marsalis and kathleen battle recorded that the baroque duets for trumpet and and soprano um mm -hmm. there's a documentary of them uh, recording that album together it's on youtube um i think it's split up into like six or seven videos anyway during that documentary each one of kathleen battle and went marsalis they both go to like their teacher um, while they're recording to get like some help and to work on some stuff. And you think like 
Kathleen Battle at this moment. She's the soprano with the Metropolitan Opera and Wynn is you know, one of the, the greatest trumpet players. Yeah, he's Wynn, one of the greatest trumpet players of all time. You would think, oh, they have it all figured out. They don't need a coach or a teacher. But they went back to their teacher and they played their stuff for their teacher and, and wanted to get some feedback and really work on some things. And it's like, man, I'm really struggling with this. And it's like, it makes you it it makes you remember that regardless of what spectrum you're on in terms of your talent level, we all need help. We all need a coach. We all need someone to guide us, you know. And I think that in 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 watching that clip, it kind of humanized these people to me because you know prior to watching them, I'm like, oh, these they're like amazing musicians. They have it all. They have all the answers, right? And watching that was like really fascinating to me and it's like and it's just like reaffirms like no matter how much success I may have or may not have like I can always ask for help I can always ask my teachers like I really need this or can you hear me play something even if I've been removed from school for like 10 years or 20 years down the line like I can always I have people in my life that's all right can I play this for you I'm really struggling with this and it's not, and there's no shame in that, getting help or having someone help coach you along or, you know, having someone to go through that experience with you to kind of help keep you accountable. And that's, that's I think, what, what everyone should strive to do, you know, have somebody in your life to help guide you, have somebody that's going to go through that journey with you, because that's going to help you be successful or meet those goals, you know, at the end of the year, years from now, you know. And I think sometimes just we feel like we're in the trenches by ourselves. In reality, we don't have to be, and we shouldn't be. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree 100%, man. That's, and it comes from uh, humility, too. Yeah. Like being able to say, like, oh, I want somebody else's perspective. Oh, I want some help on this or, like, more refinement on this and that. And it's like, when you come from that place it's only going to suit you better, particularly like you think about with music, like you come from that place and it's like, man, think about like, you don't have, like your ideas aren't limited, you know, like you're, you're constantly searching for new ideas. And that makes me think of like Warren Buffett. And uh, I think he reads like three to four hours a day. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this guy's been in the game for, I don't know, like <laughs> decades. Right. Oh, yeah. And it's like, he's still reading about investment and how to refine his skills three to four hours a day. It's like, he doesn't need the money, right? Oh, definitely not. I mean, he's, but he he's a student of the game, you know? And that's like why that. he's continuing to be successful. And like, you see that, like working with like Tom Hooten right now, like he is a student of the game. Like he loves it. And in fact, this brings up this, uh, the seminar that we had with him recently about goal setting and he had it divided up into four boxes. And this, this is kind of like my last point on, on setting goals. Um, so you have box one, two, three, and four and box one, that's the, you got to get done now, you know? So this could go to like, I think this applies to like daily monthly and yearly goals, right? So the box one, get it done. Now you got to pay your bills, you know? Um, you got a class, you got homework, you got, you know, stuff like that, that you have to get done today. Um, like immediate box. Number two is after you get stuff done in box one, 
you go and get that done. So maybe it's after you attend class, then you go work out, then you go practice, then you go for your run or whatever you want to do. Okay. Um, it can look, it'll look different for everybody, but you can't get to box number two until you've done box number one. Box number three, here's what I want to create this month. This is kind of like your monthly goal of, okay, after I've done box one, two, one, and two, then I can start working on, you know, maybe it's to, to learn four etudes, four Clark, or not Clark, uh, Arvin etudes, you know, characteristic studies. And so you're like, okay, well, um, I can't get to those until I finish my fundamentals, which are in box two, you know, so you start, you know, it's like, like plotting things out in your day to like help you achieve that. And then box four is maybe your yearly goals, your dreams, aspirations, things of that nature, like a little bit further of a reach. Um, but it's like people get stuck in box one. And most of the time we can start to get to box two. But it's like rarely do we ever get to three and four is always dormant you know like we never see box four we sometimes will think about it like maybe we're on a drive like a road trip or something we'll be like oh it'd be so cool to do this thing but because we haven't established the discipline and the understanding of what our our goals and achievements are in box one two and three like four never gets touched mm-hmm. you know so i thought that was a cool way of kind of making you see uh, your goals a little bit different and how like you know, like you said, like you can't get to that yearly goal without doing what you need to do today. Yeah, absolutely. And as you know, as we all know, Tom Hoot knows what he's talking about. <laughs> he's, he's, he's extremely disciplined and, yes. and very thorough. And I think that's, that's one of the things that I've learned is, is how thorough and, you know, it's like, oh, okay, I want to be able to get my triple tonguing up to, you know, pick a number or whatever. And then from there you dissect it. Mm -hmm. What does this look like to actually get me up there? And then when things aren't going well, do I have the maturity and understanding to stop and kind of go backwards and reassess? Mm -hmm. You know, that's a big thing too. It's like when things aren't going well, we we just kind of give up. And that's what I'm experiencing right now with like my, my retraining with my injuries. Like, you know, you might have a couple of days where things go well and you're like, oh yeah, okay, I'm starting to figure this out. And then a couple of days where it's just like, mm-hmm. and can I pick myself up and say, what's the bigger picture, the bigger goal with the unknown of not knowing if I'll make a full recovery or, you know, what that's going to look like. So um, yeah, it's, it's really cool to see how these high achievers think, how they plan, how they organize and structure their day to day. Um, and if you've seen it too, in his practice room, he's got all of these whiteboards that he has goals and that he has like monthly and weekly stuff. I mean, it's, it's very thorough. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So he's, he's, you know, making these small plans to achieve the, the larger goal, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, that's a good stopping point. When, yeah, when we come to talk about Tom Hood, he definitely knows what to do. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, um, we'd like to end on a, a fun segment called What Are You Listening To? So, Tyler, what are you listening to these days? <laughs> so, on my drive back up to Virginia, I was listening to a lot of John Mayer. Um, <laughs> nice. I, I like that because I started listening to John Mayer and like, 
middle of high school and like when I was starting to able when I was able to drive so there's like this kind of freedom associated with him um in particular like his old albums like Room for Squares and, and um oh the name is slipping me the other the other album um anyway but yeah so I was listening to a lot of a lot of his stuff on the way up um and honestly yeah I've kind of been like detaching from a lot of things. Um, actually, one of my goals this year is uh, not goals, but just like limiting how much I consume of things, like, and also decipher between the things that I consume, are they benefiting me? Or is it like a negative consumption? So really trying to like, especially with, again, all the retraining and stuff, it's like, I have to, if this is lost, I'll, I'll, I can't be successful here because mm-hmm. it takes way too much stimulation and, and too much focus and I have to be in the right place to to actually have like see success and have a productive session so um yeah you know and and to be honest man it's almost hard to like listen to trumpet music because it's like you can't <laughs> do that thing mm-hmm. so I kind of so I'm kind of like taking a step back from that and saying okay well what can I listen to that actually like excites me and provides non-judgment you know about myself so anyway John Mayer. <laughs> John Mayer. That's what's up. Um, so it's funny you mentioned that, you know, some little nostalgia. So uh, this this uh, week I was listening to some uh, Justin Timberlake albums Ooh, like the 2020? Uh, the 2020 Justified. I listened to some of his um his live performances. He did this um live performance some years ago I remember seeing it in grad school and I recently rewatched it but he did this this is when he was promoting his 2020 album and he did a a live performance on the Jimmy Fallon show or the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon I I don't know which one of the shows with Jimmy Fallon and he did like a, a medley of of his other tunes if people if you you know get a chance go to YouTube, type in, you know, Justin Timberlake on Jimmy Fallon. I'm actually going to look that up right now. It's a melody. He's with his band, the, 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 was it the Tennessee Kids? Oh, yeah. It's, I think it's the greatest performance I've seen on like that type of show for what that is for that genre music that I've ever seen. Like the arrangements are so good. But it's it's really it <laughs> it's a really really incredible performance. It's about ten minutes, I think. Uh, I think he does like four of his tunes from his first two albums, and it's really 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 good. Like live music, like it's legit. Um, so okay, if you guys cool. you know go on YouTube, it's it's there. Uh, which then I was listening, like I said, I was listening to him, and then I kind of went down a little rabbit hole, and I ended up listening to um the last in sync album i think it's called uh, yes. like celebrity uh which a lot oh, man, of that throwback. album yeah a lot of that album still holds up like there's some really cool tunes on there i was like okay yeah. i haven't listened to it in like i don't even know maybe since mm, middle school early yeah. high school um so a lot of it still holds up so kind of like you a little bit of nostalgia and kind of going back um so that's honestly who I, I listened to this week believe it or not I was you know reviewing some applications and listening in sync <laughs> on the couch <laughs> that's awesome man. yeah that's awesome 
That's good stuff. You can't go wrong with JT, man. Yeah, He's... yeah. He does some good stuff. He does some good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So um, where can people, if they want to connect with you, where can they find you on the social medias? Um, yeah, on the social medias. <laughs> uh, if people want to uh, contact me or follow me um, on Instagram, you can find me at nerdyprof. Um, that's with one F. And then Facebook, just my name, JVN Brabham. You can find me there. Um, what about you, Tyler? Yeah, so I'm actually, I haven't been on at all this year. So what, today's day <laughs> today's five? The fifth. <laughs> day, day five, yeah. Day five. Um, and I don't plan on getting on it really uh, at all. So uh, you can, shoot my email. stuff's still active. <laughs> yeah, you can shoot me an email. And if you want to shoot me an email, uh, you can uh, send a message to Coffee and Clarks and, uh, you know, or comment on our YouTube and we'll get back with you. Yes. <laughs> or please. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. If you guys have questions or some feedback. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Like if there are like resources and things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Leave a comment in the, in, on YouTube. Um, we're on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. But if you want to leave a comment, you can easily leave us a comment on YouTube and we'll get back mm -hmm. with you as soon as we can. And go ahead and while we're talking about YouTube, you can subscribe to us on YouTube and subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts to the podcast we have there and rate, give us hopefully five stars if you like what you hear. Um, so yeah. Anything else for you, Tyler? I think that's it, man. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get some uh some sunlight up here, man. It's, it's <laughs> oh yeah, gray. yeah. It's a little gray. I've we've been yeah. getting nothing but sunlight. So I guess the hey, man. one of it's... the few joys of living in the south. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I appreciate the conversation, man. Me it's good too. seeing you and uh kicking off 2021 strong absolutely and thank you all for listening to another episode of coffee and clarks go have a, a cup of coffee while you enjoy the rest of your day and thank you again for listening we'll see you guys next time